0: Welcome to My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office
1: at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey, everyone. I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley. And welcome to My Crazy Office. So today, we're going to talk about a very challenging kind of boss, the
0: sacred cow. We'll start with a question from someone whose company, their CEO recently hired a close friend of his into the COO position. This new COO seems friendly, but lacks the experience and skills to do the job. We'll discuss how to work with this kind of boss and keep your sanity.
1: Oh boy. sacred cows can be so frustrating to work with. I look forward to talking about this, and I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's today's question.
0: Our COO recently retired, and the CEO has replaced him with someone who was not qualified for the job. He's an old friend of the CEO. Their best buddies Um, From what I understand, this guy has never been a COO. Um, He is not a hard worker and he's an an ineffective manager. At the same time, he's not going anywhere. So how do I work with this person? Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, most people don't know and a lot of people don't like our answer, but I'm just going to read you what we wrote And working with you is killing me because I think it is so well said, and then we can put it in our own words after, but I think think it makes so much sense. So we say sacred cows are those people in positions of authority who've been promoted because of longevity, loyalty, personal connections or family ties. Right. usually likable people, um, they don't make waves and are careful to comply with company policies because they don't cause trouble. There's never a reason to fire them. They get promoted by default. Everybody's seen this kind of person, right? Yeah. So eventually sacred cows reach positions of complete incompetence. They don't know how to perform their own jobs effectively. Never mind managing people below them. To avoid being found out, the sacred cow does his or her best to maintain the existing systems and coast. Mm. Coasters, that's what they do. If you work for this kind of boss, you probably feel extremely frustrated, afraid of rocking the boat. Sacred cows resist any kind of change. They don't like to rock the rock the boat, they're coasting. Yeah. Your fresh ideas for improving your department, increasing revenues, or introducing new systems get brushed aside. You receive no direction, no guidance, and very little support. Over time, you tend to uh, resent this person because he or she holds your department back. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read one more paragraph. Um The key to managing a sacred cow lies in giving this person what you may feel he or she least deserves, (laughs) your admiration and respect. And we mean this when we say this, face it, this person is your chief, he or she um, achieved that position based on factors you cannot control. If you want to be effective in your job, you have to, and this is what people don't like. We say, bow down to the blessed bovine. And we don't really mean that literally, we just mean that you have to consider their feelings. So we go on a little further. Um, If you treat this individual with respect, if you convey a sincere desire to help him or her look good, this is important, they have to look good, your sacred cow supervisor will work with you. On the other hand, if you treat this person with contempt, if you belittle his or her accomplishments, the cow will block you. As an entrenched member of the company, the cow always wins. So you have to remember that that the cow now ultimately maybe you can get them out, but you're gonna go with them. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be gone also. Because we've seen this over and over and over again that people think they can bring the cow down. And we're we're suggesting that if you learn to work with this person, always give them credit. You have to always give them credit, make it sound like it's their idea. Who cares? Everyone
1: knows it's not. You can, you can work with this person. Yeah. Well, I think this, uh, I appreciate hearing that uh, all those descriptors. And I think what's interesting about the situation is this is a sacred cow who's brought in at a high level Yeah. Um, based on the relationship that the C, the now COO has with the CEO. So just as it says in that reading, it's that that friendship mm-hmm. that's really protecting this sacred cow, even though it's new to the scene, right? Well, you
0: don't know what the sacred cow is telling the CEO. You right. know, they're best friends, they speak a shorthand, they, they understand one another. They could be bad-mouthing you from minute one
1: mm-hmm. if they
0: identify you with someone who's gonna make them look bad. Yeah. So, you know you can't get you can it, it's like you cannot get in the middle of that relationship. They right. would have to see it themselves, and clearly they don't right. So you know, when you're up against something like that, it's your responsibility to do your job, but to make this person look good mm-hmm. and and give them credit. and eventually they'll let you work. They'll let you do your job,
1: yeah. I think the challenge if I were in this person's shoes initially would be to to be able to respect the person with already with the information that it seems they have which is that they're not a hard worker that they don't have they're not effective as a manager and that they have they don't have the credentials really to be a COO so I think for this individual who's asking the question it's really You have to work at not uh, showing your disdain. (laughs) Right. In the early days, right? You have to be curious. You can't be rolling your eyes. You don't want to be having conversations with your coworkers about what an idiot this person potentially is. You know, you actually have to work at finding things that you can appreciate about this new leader who is a leader.
0: Yeah, but that's right. And th- and there's nothing you can do about it, so you have to stop the you know fantasizing about how you're going to bring this person down because I've seen that so many times. Yeah, I've seen people you know try to bring this person down and it just doesn't work. So you know, look, you're not going to like this person, you're never going to respect them, but you do want to work with them. So you bring your ideas and. You know, they may shoot them down at first, but I would continue bringing the ideas and saying, look, I'll give you the credit. I'll make sure that, you know, you you can be standing right next to me and you can take all the credit. Don't worry. I know how to do this. Like you have to like hold their hands mm-hmm. and treat them that way. And they probably, I mean, we've seen it. They do allow you um, to, to do well. And actually I've seen people that are not the greatest employees do well
1: around sacred Is
0: it they don't, you know, it's it's not as hard working. Um and all you have to do is appease the person. Uh this is not this is not great. I mean, look, you may want to leave. This is a lot of people do leave. They do, definitely know how to clear out a company. Uh, <laughs> and nobody seems to care because they're, right. they can always hire new people. Um, so you know you're not going to win. Uh, right. It's unfortunate. You're not going to win in a situation like this.
1: Right. So what I think we're saying is you don't want to get into a power struggle with your right. needs. The one right. thing you don't want to do is get into a power struggle so that if you notice that as you're meeting with the individual and I think using managing up techniques is also part of this, right? To meet with them regularly, to let them know what you're doing, to be curious about what their goals would be or what is important to them in terms of looking good, what what you know potential initiatives would they want to roll out? And how can you help them? It's that kind of a thing, right? Is to stay out of the power struggle. Right. More about how can I manage up and support this person so that ultimately they may be able to support me?
0: Yeah. I mean, look, their their goals may have nothing to do with their job or even their your department. You know, they could be out in left field because that's, that's how silly they are. And you're still going to have to support it. Right. Um, so it's a little bit of an acting job, you know, Yeah. We're going to have to put that on and say, wow, that's so great. Let me know how I can help you with that. In the meantime, (laughs) um, you know, this is what I think would be really good for my department and I will give you all the credit. Like that's a big thing for them. They don't know how to get credit. They don't know how to do the job. So you're going to have to do it for them, but don't come off threatening or, you know, I'm smarter than you because that will just get you fired.
1: Yeah. I have a very concrete example of this, Kathy, okay. where a client of mine was working as a, a counselor in a school, and the the principal hired her best friend as an assistant principal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the assistant principal was this loud, brash person who knew very little about uh, you know, running the school and my client started out just like oh my god i can't stand this person i don't respect them they're loud they're you know and then she realized like okay that's not going to get me where i need to go here mm-hmm. and she actually found out the assistant principal wanted to do an after school program and kind of bonded with this person over that mm-hmm. and as a result established a decent relationship with that sacred cow
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Listen, it's possible. We've seen it work. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's like when somebody wants to listen to this advice, it really can work. Most people want to fight this person. Most people want to bring them down. (laughs) and That is not going to work. Remember. The cow always wins. And that's, it's like the house always wins, you know, and they are a part of the house. Unless there's a crack in the CEO where they see something and Uh they want to take it upon themselves to fire this person. That doesn't happen for a long time, usually. Right. If you're dealing with this freshly brought in best friend, um, you're going to have to see how to make it work. You know, I mean, you can call us, we could probably talk you through it, but people do not have experience in this arena the way we do. Uh, So you want to read up as much as you can. I mean, I worked, you know, I once worked with an alcoholic and I even went to AA meetings just to learn how to work with this person. I did very well with them. Yes. (laughs) So finally they got fired. Yeah. Um, Uh, but, but I always got along really well and I got a lot of promotions and I did well, um, because I figured out, okay, well, I have till noon, I'm going to get up early and come in early and I got what I needed from him. So that's really your job. And now you have, you know, you have a big
1: job, I'm sure. And now you have this on top of it. Right. And I think that's the key that sacred cows, generally speaking, are, are most challenging for the. what we would call the star employees who love to be able to charge forward with, you know, innovative um, products and plans and and, uh, projects. They're also hard for people who have a strong fairness orientation, where it's like, it's so unfair that this person is, you know, running the show. And so for those individuals, I think part of it is first that you have to accept that this is what you're dealing with. Yeah, which is why it's so helpful to read the description and really understand you're not going to change it. So, for your benefit, learning how to manage up and work with them and make them look good and and unsearch, bow down (laughs) is what's going to move you forward. That or getting a new job. (laughs) I mean, most people hate that term, bow down. So, you know, we
0: don't mean it literally, we just mean that you do have to respect this person's their position of authority because they were given it by somebody who that right. they're not gonna easily take it away. Um, right. And you know, we don't always respect our bosses, um, but yet we work with them. So you know, that's really the mission here. Right. All right. I hope this is clear to people. That's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, just tweet us at askK2 and follow us on Instagram at my crazy office. And
1: it's not tweet. I think it's X. Now access, access, so that's K2. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to My Crazy Office on our website, hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at co.
0: My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K Squared Studios. Stay crazy.